Catch the Three Tailgater Show with Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels on Saturday mornings from 10 to noon on 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, University of New Orleans play-by-play voice Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and Cumulus Radio New Orleans. Man, oh man, it's been a minute. Since I've done one of these, we've had a lot of UNO baseball on the air on these Tuesday nights, and we'll have one more next week, but that'll do it as far as that night of the week, so we'll get to spend more time with you on All Access in our usual weekday spot. We've got plenty to look at, and might as well quickly just look at college baseball because we've got some schedule changes on the station because of high school baseball we're proud to announce as was released a little earlier this afternoon that we will have the final three games of the division one high school baseball playoffs here on 106.1 fm that means the semifinals on thursday at two o'clock with a 15 minute pregame show before it brother martin and john curtis right after that Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher. Right after that, Ken Trahan will help get you ready for the nightcap. Although we'll have some intervening sports talk. At 7 o'clock, semifinal number two, the defending state champions, Jesuit, will take on the top seed, the Catholic Bears. Both of those games coming at you from Hammond, America, on the campus of Southeastern Louisiana at Alumni Field. And the winners of those two games matching up on Saturday night, 7 o'clock, first pitch, state championship on the line, right here on Nash 106.1 FM. We're also happy to let you know over at Crescent City Sports that it will be a simulcast, so free live video of the semifinals, at least, will be available on Thursday, so you can watch and listen. Multiple options for the semifinals. We're not contracted to do video-wise a state title game, but you can still listen right here on Nash Icon. Now, our schedule's been shaken up a little bit because of that and because UNO Baseball had a major schedule change. We were supposed to have the Privateers game tomorrow night at South Alabama in Mobile, and it had to be canceled because of weather concerns and otherwise wanting to get the series in. UNO's final conference series is at Northwestern State. It was supposed to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They moved it up to Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. 
Normally, Nash Icon carries the first game of UNO's weekend series. Instead, we will final we will carry, I should say, the final two. So that's Friday night at 6.30, weather permitting. And, of course, Saturday is now the finale at 1 o'clock that we'll have right here on 106.1. UNO is in quite a tangled mess of a conference with three games to go for everybody where six of them have the opportunity perhaps to grab at least a share of the conference title going into the final weekend. It's pretty wild. It is so rare to have a situation like this one where you have two teams in first place, Nichols and, uh, excuse me, McNeese and Southeastern, while UNO's tied with three others, including the Nichols Colonels, just a game back in the standings. You want to win a regular season title. You also want to gain a top two seed if you're in that conference because the top two seeds wind up hosting four-team double elimination regionals, if you will, with the winners of those facing off in a best-of-two-out-of-three series to determine who gets the automatic bid from the South. So it really feels like playoff baseball already. Unfortunately, because of the change of the schedule with weather in mind, no midweek baseball this week. UNO does have one guaranteed final home game left as they play to hope to host more. That next Tuesday, regular season finale, I will be preempted as a result as the privateers host the Southern Jaguars. But talk about a busy day of sports talk on Saturday coming up. My producer, Rudy Dixon, is going to be stocking up on the caffeine with the tailgaters in the morning on Saturday, 10 a.m. to noon, as always. Then 1 o'clock, UNO baseball. Then 7 o'clock, state championship baseball. Pretty good. Pretty good. Who says it's uh, the slow time of year? We're getting there, but it's not slow when you're talking about the off-seasons for either the Saints or the Pelicans. We'll go with the latter first because a big situation coming up that could further enhance their future. Talking about the NBA draft lottery and what could result. A week from today, so I won't get to talk to you about it again, the draft lottery determining who winds up with the top four picks. Now, the Pelicans in the trading that they did previously wound up sending their pick away because of the results at the end of the season that just passed. But because of that wheeling and dealing, the big trade for the front office under David Griffin, sending Anthony Davis to the Lakers, they wound up getting the Lakers pick after they surprisingly missed the playoffs. Eighth best odds as a result, Pelicans holding that pick as far as drawing the number one overall pick, a little bit better than 25% chance to draw a top four overall selection. No guarantee that actually as close as possible to one, but no fully guaranteed situation going into that lottery draw that the Pelicans will keep that Lakers pick. There's about a 0.4% chance that they would lose the pick because it was a pick guaranteed only if the Lakers ended up with picks 1 through 10. That pick can fall no further down with teams 
potentially jumping New Orleans into the top four than 11th. But if it does go to 11th, then Pelicans lose it. Otherwise, the Pelicans stand a great deal of game by having a top 10 pick. I don't know if you've been looking yet. What kind of player can they draw? But it happens to work out this year. And I and part of me wonders if it's psychology, but you do tend to trust the people who scout for third parties, media, for a living, have been scouts before, who seem comfortable in saying there's a pretty close to definitive top four prospects in this draft. So it does mean a lot if you believe that those guys are right in their valuations and you really want to get the best possible help for your team out of this draft. You want to have one of those top four players. So drawing, going your way in the lottery would be huge if you're the Pelicans. But I'm not so sure that they can't do extremely well, even if they were to fall back a spot or two from the most likely scenario, which is sitting at eight, just the way the draft is playing out. Those top four players are even a bit polarizing. They happen to be four very different players, although three of them are in the front court, but very different players. The most polarizing prospect maybe we see coming into the league in a while is Chet Holmgren. All of seven feet, but listed at 195 pounds. You probably saw him, if you follow college basketball at all, play for Gonzaga this past season. He's a different sort of dude. What is he? How can he hold up physically in the NBA? Obviously, he has to fill out a little bit more. But is he going to have the Sean Bradley problem of limitations on the next level, although being a different player? Or will his skill set that actually does make him a pretty good rim protector because of his length and his movement? He's got lateral agility. He's got really good timing as far as not having to get off the ground very much and using his length, his wingspan, in order to block shots, even when guys have gotten deep penetration on him. So that's a real advantage for him to have. And then you think about what else can he add because defense is important nowadays, but you don't need a true post player. So perhaps what you do need is a shooter. Pelicans do need that. And he was close to 40% on the year in shooting from the outside and expected to get even better at that. So you add the length and the shooting ability that he brings to the table, and that is an exciting combination. If you think he can hold up physically. Somebody who brings even more shooting, at least right away, into the league is another that may be perhaps the safest pick of those top four, and Jabari Smith, the son of, it's a junior of the former LSU Tiger post player from the Stromal Swift era under John Brady. That went to the Sweet 16 back in 2000. Fun team to watch. His son is 6'10 and long. Body type might remind you of Kevin Durant and was a 42% three-point shooter in his one college season at Auburn. His problem was he wasn't very good, despite his length and athleticism, finishing around the rim, but that elite jump shot with the length that reminds you 
in particular of Durant, who how can you stop him when he can always shoot over you, even if you close out well? That's what he brings to the table. And enough athleticism to be a good team defender and switchable at the very least. Probably safest. Has to create for himself a little better. You don't necessarily, if you were to draw the number one pick, grab somebody that only winds up being an elite three and D player can shoot, make the long shot, but isn't going to create for you and fits in well defensively. You want more, which is the question with Holmgren as well. How much can he create? That's why the other two of the top four prospects are more appealing to some teams, but one of them in particular, and it wouldn't be a surprise if he goes number one is probably not as appealing a fit as the other three for the Pels. Paolo Banchero was a star at Duke this year. He's 6'10". He's 250. He can create for himself. Looks like a guy who should be able to score at all levels. But is he a truly elite athlete? Is he somebody who will struggle in matchups defensively? Those things could very well be true about him. And the reality is he could still be a number one option for a good team and maybe even a championship team. Um, But he happens to play the same position as a guy named Zion Williamson. He happens to not bring the upside defensively that New Orleans is looking for. But yet, if he's the best player on the board when New Orleans picks, the Pelicans should take it. We'll get to that argument, the big picture of that argument, no matter where they wind up in the NBA lottery when we wrap the segment. But better fit is the one guard, the one true perimeter player that will make his living in the backcourt out of the top four, and that's Jaden Ivey, Purdue. Unlike the other three, has two college seasons under his belt, and he really showed great improvement from year one to year two. He was dynamic. Purdue was dynamic. 6'4", 200. Explosive. He will be a productive guard in the NBA. He has the physical ability to be a complete two-way player. He is a continually improving shooter. Puts in the work. Brings the explosiveness. Maybe a little too wild and perhaps last year because of the nature of the his role leading Purdue a high-flying, high-scoring team. He was a little too offensive-minded, but that doesn't mean he can't learn and grow and become a more complete player. You have to project what a guy is versus what he did in college. Just because a guy was a higher-volume attack for sort of player based on his style of play his teammates doesn't mean that'll be the same in the NBA but he would be a more natural fit because none of these guys add up to starter right away and yet you want to get the best talent while hopefully having somebody that's going to help you win right away in some capacity off the bench whatever the front office ranks them and anybody else They should take the best guy and not worry about the best fit. 
if it's somehow a tie where you you really can't decide, then and only then should they let fit come into play. Because let, let's explain this about when you're taking somebody that's a lottery pick. Top 10. Top 8. They're almost certainly, unless they're a total bust, going to get a bigger second contract. They're going to be somebody that you're going to have to pay like a valuable piece to your team. And you don't want to grab somebody that is a really nice role player at age 19 or 20 with that type of pick. Unless you have to because you can't identify anybody who could be worth every bit of a max type contract. Like a Zion Williamson is like Brandon Ingram. Two guys who went one and two overall in their respective drafts. That's what you want. So even though Paolo Banchero might not be the best fit, he might be the best choice if New Orleans is lucky enough to be in the top four. One wild card to that group who takes a lot of projection, but the little bit of video we've seen is pretty exciting. Look it up. Shaden Sharp, Canadian, 6'6", 200, shooting guard. Didn't even play college ball. Declaring for the draft, even though he spent half a year at Kentucky by accelerating what class he was in. He was expected to stay and then play a season at Kentucky. But about to turn 19, he's not going to. And it's probably a good decision because at this point, he's guaranteed top half of the lottery unless he bombs the one-on-ones with teams and they question his personality because it won't be his game, his potential as a player. Again, I really can't describe it. He could be truly special, but he doesn't have that experience against college or developmental league competition. So you could have a little bit more on which to evaluate. But he is a wild card there. But more than likely... And we don't, we can't read teams' minds. Just like the NFL draft, it's a futile exercise. Sharp probably goes fifth. Pelicans won't pick fifth. They know that. They'll pick either one through four or eight, nine, and ten. And in that eight, nine, and ten range, you can justify a little bit more going for a player that you think is going to fit in a role. But keep this in mind. Say they pick eighth again. That's the same spot they wound up picking in that same Zion draft when they took Jackson Hayes. And I don't think he's very long for this roster because he's only developed to a certain level where the salary that he's going to ask for, the Pelicans probably aren't going to be able to justify fitting him in as somebody who doesn't project as even a long-term starter. That's why you better really love this guy that you pick. And there's people that fit on the wing that could wind up being starters as perhaps two or three years from now, C.J. McCollum is into his 30s, takes more of a backseat role, and guys like A.J. Griffin or Benedict Mathurin out of Duke and Arizona respectively, long wings, can really shoot it, can do other things. Those guys make more sense for this team moving forward unless they identify somebody in that next wave. Say Sharp somehow were to slip there and they liked him. Probably not as much help in year one when you're trying to win big, but still worth considering if you think he's the best 
player from an upside perspective remaining on the draft board. It's going to be interesting. Week from now, lottery happens. It's going to mean a lot for this Pelicans team. Not as much as Zion's health and commitment, but this may be your last chance, at least for the short term, to add a cheap-ish piece to the puzzle with your salaries and your cap getting up there. When I don't think if Zion Williamson is healthy, there's any excuse. The Pelicans should be a contender to go to the NBA Finals next year if Zion Williamson is healthy. We've seen enough with what they have, the core coming back next year. Not, oh, maybe they can take the next step. No, 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 no. That's fantasy. That's not really how it works. When you're ready, you're ready. When your talent's there, everybody's healthy, they're ready. If, if Zion Williamson's healthy. 504-260-1061 is the number. I am Jude Young. Wanted to get into that because, again, week away, won't have a show. Could be very important, the lottery. It will be important that the Pelicans hit on a quality asset no matter what. And that's not the same as necessarily, but you hope it is, somebody who helps you win next year and in the postseason. As usual, Nothing is straight line A to B. Nothing is black or white. They're zigging, they're zagging, they're shades of gray. More to talk about, including what's next in the Saints offseason. We'll have to get to that when we return on All Access. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for Life, 1061, Nash Icon. Since 1935, the All-State Sugar Bowl has been a proud New Orleans New Year's Day tradition. Through its annual support of college football and amateur sports, the Sugar Bowl attracts hundreds of thousands of visitors to the state, providing countless opportunities for young people. Resources from these events enable the Sugar Bowl to support education and community programs impacting thousands of New Orleans area teachers and citizens. The All-State Sugar Bowl, proud to host the best of the Big 12 and the SEC in the Superdome on New Year's Day. If your wiper blades are smearing and streaking, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts to save $8 instantly on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Our professional parts people will even install them for you for free. Improve visibility and save money with Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts or shop online at OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices eBay Motors. Let's ride. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month. 
a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-216-9922. That's 1-800-216-9922. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-216-9922. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. I'm Joel Clark, a SelectQuote agent, with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and he can't take it with him. Well, I went to work and found Ray, who's 40 and takes medication to control his high blood pressure, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. That's way more coverage for a lot less than what he was paying. If SelectQuote didn't shop for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote and to find out how much you can save, call 1-800-885-9500. That's 1-800-885-9500. 1-800-885-9500. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray, it's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Print and Marketing Services help small business print big with wide format signs and banners. Right now, get $10 off custom printed signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. Offer N72. Visit staples.com slash this is your sign for details. This is your sign to print big at Staples. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. The 2022 NFL schedule, including the New Orleans Saints schedule, will be revealed Thursday night on NFL Network. The Saints, by the way, will host rookie minicamp this Friday through Sunday. The Miami Dolphins have signed veteran running back Sonny Michel, who had been linked to the Saints previously. Dylan Cruz of LSU has been named co-SEC Player of the Week. Cruz batted 563 for the week as the Tigers went 3-1. Southeastern stars Preston Faulkner and Andrew Landry are the Southland Conference hitter and pitcher of the week, respectively. LSU hosts Southeastern Louisiana tonight at Alec Box Stadium. Tulane hosts South Alabama this evening at Turchin Stadium. In the NBA, former New Orleans Pelicans coach Monty Williams of the Phoenix Suns has been voted Coach of the Year. Our reports are on that Nikola Jokic of Denver will get the league MVP award for the second straight year. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Now's the time. What's on your mind? Time to express your thoughts by calling Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. Well, in case you haven't figured this out yet, Saints believe that they're a Super Bowl contender. Very much so. And they've conducted themselves in the offseason 
with that belief in the forefront of everything they've done. Starting with going after Deshaun Watson and saying, hey, we don't need draft picks. We got a great team. Get a franchise quarterback. We're ready to roll. Not getting their hands on Watson, pun intended, (laughs) means they quickly went to plan B and said, hey, we're going to roll with Jameis Winston again, knowing that they were 5-2 and two with Winston as quarterback despite having the worst receiving core in the NFL last year. They finished 9-8 and eight and just missed making the playoffs despite all the injuries, despite using four total quarterbacks, despite having a home game, a good chance to win against Miami, ripped away from them when half the team was unavailable due to COVID. So when you look at it from that perspective and you look at how they've been able to react to their needs, players lost in the offseason, you can see why they feel that way, the front office, even with now Sean Payton gone. You still have the guy who has been coaching your defense that's been one of the best in the league for several seasons now. You understand why they think and feel this way. I can't argue with them, especially with the state of the NFC right now. Anybody scary that you can't beat from the NFC East? Dallas is the best team maybe on paper, although it looks like Philadelphia may be passing them. Those teams have limitations. The Rams come back as the defending Super Bowl champs. They weren't overly impressive in getting there. They're not an unbeatable powerhouse. Seattle rebuilding. 49ers in flux. Cardinals talented, but their leadership at head coach and quarterback leave you scratching your head. Leave their fans scratching their heads. Green Bay is still Green Bay, but now without one of the best receivers in football. Not an unbeatable powerhouse, even though they kept Aaron Rodgers around. Then your own division, a Tampa Bay team you've beaten four out of five times with Tom Brady as their quarterback and now with a new head coach, and now their overall roster doesn't look as good as last year's roster. That's that's basically the contender list in the conference. So why not think that way when you have such a good team? And you go ahead and are bold in the first round. Wind up having two top 20 picks instead of one and saying, we've got to go fill these holes. We've got to get help at wide receiver. Somebody explosive. Got one of the top rated receivers, Chris Olave. Got to find a replacement for Teron Armstead, letting him sign with the Dolphins. Trevor Penning. One of those top four rated tackles. The fourth of the list, in part because he's a small college guy. But every bit the athlete you want as a left tackle of the future. So you get two areas filled. And then on defense and free agency, you replace your two starting safeties with two guys who are capable together of maybe even being better than the guys you lost in Marcus Williams and the retired Malcolm Jenkins. I mean, Teran Matthew, enough said, right? Lining that up, 
to be a possibility before the draft. And then if something would have worked out differently, maybe they take a high-rated safety, they weren't able to fill those other needs they were looking at. Didn't work out that way. So you get to Rand Matthew. So you fill all those holes. And with contract details released today about Matthew's year one salary out of a three-year contract, counting between 4 and $5 million against the cap, that means they still have plenty of money to spend. Reports where they had their eyes on Sony Michelle, the running back. He winds up going to Miami. Not a big loss there, although you worry about how much gas Mark Ingram has left in this tank. I don't think a Michelle, although potentially more durable, potentially because he's younger, brings you much more at this point in his career than a late career Mark Ingram, having seen both of them last season. Now Ingram, at his age, has more of a chance of falling off that running back cliff, and once they fall, they, they're done. So that has to be a concern. Ingram about to play his age 32 season. We'll see. We'll see what else the Saints might do there. But they still have Evan Kamara. And it's all about, at this point, if you're in it, like the Saints are, to win it all, you want to spend that money. Now roll it over. So who's next? I think Jarvis Landry might be next. And it makes sense. Because at the very least, you get a guy who's part of your rotation who will be cheaper than what he thought he was going to make, is more of a possession receiver, who probably is best off being a number three receiver, but is certainly capable of producing at a high level as more than a number three receiver. Because at this point, how can the Saints trust Michael Thomas to be back and healthy after two seasons without him healthy and producing like they need him to? They can't. If their goal is to give James Winston and the offense every chance to be successful. If they believe that they're a Super Bowl contender. So it makes sense to spend that money, or part of it, on Jarvis Landry. Because at the very least, if everything works out perfectly, it's Olave and Thomas out there as your top two guys. And Landry, a clutch, physical, still a great athlete, although not a speedster who just moves the chains as he did with Miami and Cleveland. Sure, it doesn't hurt that you sign another local product, another LSU guy, as far as making your fan base happy. But that's never been important for all those people who howl about the Saints grabbing so many Ohio State guys. As long as they win, who cares? Who cares where they're from? It could be from Mars. It doesn't matter. But it certainly doesn't hurt if they're local. It doesn't hurt if they're leaders, difference makers like Matthew and Jarvis Landry. The latter could happen any day now, and it's not a bad idea. Shore up further. What was your greatest area of weakness last year? Bring in two starting level guys, a rookie and a proven veteran, 
so you won't be barring the worst luck in the world in the position you were in last year at the receiver position. It's smart. It's good business. And the one thing you can say about the Saints, they spend every dime, they use every little bit of space that they can find to best fill out their roster as they see it. While you may not agree with every move they make, they believe spending the money on the cap, pushing money to the future on future caps, giving themselves the best chance today is the way. They're spending a lot of money as much as they can to try to give themselves the best chance to win. You may not agree with how they use draft capital like they did this year. Multiple trades that wound up not only with a second first-round pick, giving up this year's picks, first-round pick next year, second-round pick the year before that, weeks before the draft, and then giving up more picks to move up. I mean, they spend for today. They play for today. They live for today, do the New Orleans Saints. And as a fan, sure, we can hem and haw, right? About well, there's a more conservative way to do it. But you're in professional sports at the highest level. It's a win-now deal. And if you have a system in place, an understanding of the rules of your sport, that you can constantly give yourself the best possible opportunity to win now and somehow continue to dodge the grim wheat reaper of it all falling through, the bottom falling out. Who's to question it at this point? I, and I'll say one more thing about the whole idea of the draft pick and not valuing capital and having anonymous sources, anonymous other front office members with teams saying, oh, the Saints just don't get it. They devalue their assets because of the way they act towards the draft. One, this year, the Saints knew they needed help in multiple areas where they couldn't spend the type of money like to make receiver better. They weren't going to spend $25 million a year in trading for somebody like A.J. Brown for that guy, in part because they're already spending $20 million a year on their number one guy that they need to work out in Michael Thomas. So their idea is pretty smart. We're thinking salary structure by each position as well as talent level and trying to figure out what works. And third-round picks, fourth-round picks, you know, anything on the third day, that really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things when every year it seems they find multiple pieces to help them in undrafted talent. Or a reclamation project every once in a while like a Demario Davis winds up being an absolute star because you know how to use them. You know how to unleash them. And you're only filling out a 53-man roster where at least a third of it role players, what they can do on special teams. And you don't spend first, second, and third-round picks on guys where, and I know this was mentioned about their second-round pick this year in Alante Taylor because he's got great special teams ability, but you don't spend those picks with that primarily in mind. That part's a bonus when they're young. They think Alante Taylor is going to be one of their top four to six defensive backs in a league where you constantly play five and six defensive backs by next year, or they wouldn't have taken him 49th overall. So understand that. 
in general, you find the true long-term, your JT Graves of the world are undrafted. Or fifth, sixth, seventh rounders. And you find enough of those without thinking, oh, these are lost assets, to fill out your roster. They know what they're doing, that's my point. The proof is in the record where everything that could go wrong did go wrong last year. The Saints still had a winning record. They still beat Green Bay and Tampa Bay twice, and they really still should have been in the playoffs despite it all. So, yeah, when they say they're contenders, they're not perfect. But I'm not going to argue that they're not contenders. They certainly are, and they're trying to maximize a roster full of Pro Bowl caliber, all Pro caliber players at key spots with depth, with quality. And as a fan, in the end, and most fans do understand now, be grateful that you know they are expecting to be really good and content. Isn't that what we want? Post Drew Brees, it was supposed to be over, a black hole, the end of all that. Guess what? They're saying it's not, and I'm inclined to believe that the Saints are right. Jude Young with you all access, 504-260-1061. More to look at, including college baseball coming down the home stretch. It's May. Big games ahead for a lot of teams in our state. We'll talk about that and other stuff when we return on 106.1 FM. You've got bugs. What's your move? A rattly can or a simple spritz? Bugs near your kids and pet? Will it be ingredients you can't pronounce? Ew. Or essential oils. <sighs> Bother the bugs, not your family. Zevo uses essential oils, which attack bugs' biological systems, so Zevo kills bugs, plus is safe for use around people and pets when used as directed. Zevo, people-friendly. Bug deadly. Now at a store near you. By texting 64000, you agree to receive recurring automated marketing messages from Babbel. Message and data rates may apply. No purchase required. Terms apply. Available at babbel.com slash TNC. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. In no time, you'll be speaking confidently about real-life topics in another language. Gracias, Babbel. <laughs> now try Babbel free. Text R-A-D-I-O to 64000. I'm Joel Clark, a select quote agent, with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and he can't take it with him. Well, I went to work and found Ray, who's 40 and takes medication to control his high blood pressure, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. That's way more coverage for a lot less than what he was paying. If SelectQuote didn't shop for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote and to find out how much you can save, call 1-800-885-9500. That's 1-800-885-9500. 1-800-885-9500. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Pizza Hut stuffed crust is the crust that made crust good. Topped and stuffed with over a half pound of cheese. What are you so afraid of? Loving it? Original stuffed crust, only from Pizza Hut. Ask or click for a limited time offer. Extra charge for more than one topping and extra cheese.
This report is sponsored by Cox, bringing us closer. Share more, do more, and enjoy more on all your connected devices with options for fast upload and download speeds and reliable coverage of panoramic Wi-Fi. It's all powered on Cox's fiber-based hybrid network. Visit Cox.com. Cox, bringing us closer. This is Josh Danzig with Where Yet Magazine and WhereYet.com with your weekend picks for 106.1 Nash Icon. This Saturday, don't miss the Louisiana Veterans Festival at Heritage Park in Slidell with live music from Cowboy Mouth, fireworks, food, and much more. Theater lovers make plans to see the play Death Trap at the Teatro Theater with performances on Friday and Saturday evenings and Sunday matinees through May 22nd. Log on to our website, whereyat.com, to vote in our Best of the Big Easy contest. And for more info on what to do this weekend, click on the community calendar link on our website. Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Jude Young on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. We already updated you that UNO baseball will not be on tomorrow night, so it will be another all-access with Ken Trahan. Privateers game at South Alabama canceled. And then... We know that we will have UNO baseball on Friday night, but their series has moved to a Thursday through Saturday setup at Northwestern State. We will have the Friday night game, not the openers we normally do on Thursday because we have both Division I high school state baseball semifinals at 2 and 7 p.m. respectively. So making a Eric Asher inside New Orleans sandwich, if you will, on Nash Icon. And then Saturday, so that's the conference regular season finale will have at 1 o'clock here on Nash Icon as well with the state championship game in Division One baseball on Saturday night. Got it? Good. And you can also watch those semifinals on Thursday. It'll be a simulcast, live video, crescentcitysports.com. Okay, we got that out of the way again. L- big scramble. Every team out of the five in Louisiana in the Southland still alive for at least a share of the Southland regular season title going on into this final conference weekend. So it's good we have those final two UNO conference games on the radio. Meanwhile, LSU sitting at 17th in the RPI, where RPI is still important, most important for the Tigers. They're 14-10 and 10 in the SEC. Two series left, one at home against a suddenly playing better again, but overall struggling Ole Miss squad. That's got to be a series win for the Tigers. At least two out of three. That gets them at least to 16 conference wins. Here's what matters. 17 feels like an absolute magic number, and it is in most years. If LSU can just go 500 in these final six conference games, 
with the last three at Vandy. Although Vandy's not quite the Vandy they've been, it's still a really solid team that you have to play in Nashville. You don't want to have to go in winning that series. So you really need to win the home series. Sweep all the better, right? Get to 17. LSU's got a really good chance to host. Their RPI should be in that top 16. You add that up with an SEC team with 17 or more conference games. Pretty good spot for LSU to wind up being one of the top 16 hosts. If they can really roll, who's to say they can't play themselves into a top 8 seed, a la the Maneri teams of the past? Maybe a Jay Johnson team can do that. What if you sweep Ole Miss when 2 out of 3 at Vandy and win a conference tournament game or two? Maybe. Just maybe. Tulane at 65 in the RPI, not getting it done in the conference title race again, even though we know that East Carolina was there for the taking. All these teams playing midweek games right now, including Tulane. But point being, Tulane's going to have to win the conference tournament. If they don't, I don't know how Travis Stewart makes it. I don't know how he sticks around. The fan base, questions about the key boosters, just doesn't seem to be there, the support. Against the uh, top 100 this year, Tulane, trying for their tw- uh, 30th win tonight, is just 6-13 and 13 against top 100 RPI teams. Not good enough. Simply not good enough. And to win two out of three against East Carolina at home, and still... In the end, sitting at 10-8, and eight, not going to win your conference title. Simply not good enough. ULL, hot now, up to 28-17. They're 17-7 and seven in the Sun Belt. They'd have to finish on a heck of a win streak and then lose, say, in the conference title game, I think, to get an at-large. But at 53, they're not dead yet. And they've been clutch in close games as of late. Louisiana Tech, they're 50th in the RPI, 15-9. and Not doing quite enough after their hot start to the season. They do have a winning record against the top 50 in the country. They've done a nice job there, but they also look like a team that it's going to be all or nothing in the conference tournament without a super strong end of the regular season. No reason to say that they can't. We already told you about the Southland. It is really interesting, the jumbled mess there you any team playing division one college baseball in louisiana save for probably ulm they're not capable we'll go into their particular conference tournament against that competition and you could say wouldn't surprise me in the least if they win the thing not in the least and for all but lsu at this point it looks like they're gonna have to if they want to be in the field of 64. So in a lot of ways, right? More things change. (laughs) They stay pretty much the same. But it's a lot of competitive college baseball. And any of those teams, if they were to get to the postseason, would certainly be a fun watch. One more segment to go before we close it up on this Tuesday night. Good to get back at the wheel and be with you on All Access on 106.1 FM. I'm Joel Clark, a Select Quote agent, with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. 
her husband, Ray, has a group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and he can't take it with him. Well, I went to work and found Ray, who's 40 and takes medication to control his high blood pressure, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. That's way more coverage for a lot less than what he was paying. If SelectQuote didn't shop for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote and to find out how much you can save, call 1-800-885-9500. That's 1-800-885-9500. 1-800-885-9500. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. You probably know Progressive Insurance for insuring your home and auto. You may know Flo and Dr. Rick. But what you may not know is that Progressive helps employees support over 3,800 charitable organizations annually because we're committed to helping our employees, and our employees are committed to helping others. Anyway, we just wanted to share. We were a little too proud of it to keep it to ourselves. And if you already knew all of this about us, you've either heard this radio spot before or just randomly know a lot about Progressive. Find out more about how we're dedicated to our customers and communities at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates based on data from May 2020 through April 2021. No matter where you choose to call home, American Financing is with you every step of the way. Hey guys, it's Peyton Manning. Their team will listen to your goals, then design a custom loan that saves you up to $1,000 a month. It only takes 10 minutes to start. Call 800-700-1687 or apply online at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, America's home for home loans. American Financing, NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. I'm Joel Clark, a SelectQuote agent, with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and he can't take it with him. Well, I went to work and found Ray, who's 40 and takes medication to control his high blood pressure, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. That's way more coverage for a lot less than what he was paying. If SelectQuote didn't shop for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote and to find out how much you can save, call 1-800-885-9500. That's 1-800-885-9500. 1-800-885-9500. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. You probably know Progressive Insurance for insuring your home and auto. You may know Flo and Dr. Rick. But what you may not know is that Progressive helps employees support over 3,800 charitable organizations annually because we're committed to helping our employees, and our employees are committed to helping others. Anyway, we just wanted to share. We were a little too proud of it to keep it to ourselves. And if you already knew all of this about us, you've either heard this radio spot before or just randomly know a lot about Progressive. Find out more about how we're dedicated to our customers and communities at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates based on data from May 2020 through April 2021. No matter where you choose to call home, American Financing is with you every step of the way. Hey guys, it's Peyton Manning. Their team will listen to your goals, then design a custom loan that saves you up to $1,000 a month. It only takes 10 minutes to start. Call 800-700-1687 or apply online at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, America's home for home loans. American Financing, NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. 
Let's have constructive dialogue on all access with Jude Young on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call at 504-260-1061. Quick check of the CrescentCitySports.com headlines, as we always do at the end of the show. With me very happy to be back with you. How about Kramer Robertson getting called up to the big leagues today by the St. Louis Cardinals? Although, you know, he probably appreciates that it's mentioned a thousand times plus <laughs> that he is the son of now LSU women's head basketball coach Kim Mulkey. But this is his own merit here. Built himself into a good college baseball player at LSU. Got himself drafted at a reasonably high position. Right, helped him to the College World Series. Almost won the national championship. And now, here he is, getting a chance in the big leagues. His minor league number's not all that impressive, but his versatility on the infield. You can be a good utility guy who can fill in a lot of spots. There's always a place for you if you can do just enough with the bat. So congratulations to Kramer becoming, I believe LSU said, the 80th former LSU baseball player to make it to the major leagues. Awfully impressive. For a program that has been superlative now for some 40 years. Not a surprise here, and it was in the rumor mill circles for at least a week and a half now, but Stacy Hollowell led Loyola to the national championship in NAIA. Great season for men's basketball for the Wolfpack, and he's taking advantage of it by getting himself a pretty nice Division I basketball job not as a head coach that would be a heck of a leap to make but how about being named associate athletics director and working with kermit davis's old miss basketball program and one of his two biggest stars from the title teams talking about hollowell miles burns already transferring to old miss so pretty good one-two punch of wolfpack power trying to help old miss in the highly competitive sec Loyola going 37-1 and this year. They were absolutely tremendous. Great eight years for Hollowell uptown, and you understand taking the next step in his career. And congratulations to him, and good luck as well. Feature stories to check out, Willie Green. He didn't win Coach of the Year in the NBA. He wasn't even a finalist, top three. Maybe he should have been. And certainly the Pelicans are in great hands as Les East takes a closer look at Green and what he's done and what he has the ability to do for these Pelicans as their expectations go higher and higher and would probably not have happened without the right man in charge on the floor. And that certainly seems to be Willie Green. Features of note on the front page of Crescent City Sports Jim Dombrowski, Steve Court, two long-time very good starters. Well, they know playing offensive line in the NFL. They give their thoughts on Trevor Penning. Big investment for the Saints with a first-round pick for a left tackle. And their reviews are pretty good. They also point out what he specifically needs to work on. And finally, we always have great baseball futures how about former major leaguer Zeke Bonero, one of many from the New Orleans area, 
and what made him MLB caliber, his ability at the plate back in the 1930s. Check all those out. As for me, I'm done, but it's been a real joy to be back with you and glad to hear Rudy Dixon's wonderful voice producing the show again. Ken Trahan tomorrow night at 6 for the next All Access. I'll be on Eric Asher's TV show 1 o'clock on Thursday on WLAE. Until then, so long.